Good morning and welcome to Dr. Drill's Making Motivation podcast. It is 18 December 2018. I am completely off today, quote unquote. No office, no treating of patients. Just had DDIP this morning at friggin' 5 a.m. Had a great training. About to compliment my motivators on that. Everybody who showed up kicked ass and take names. Had a couple newbies. A lot of veterans really doing well. It was a hard workout involving weights and calisthenics and drills, etc., etc. So, um, totally friggin' awesome, right? Something's on my mind this morning. It is on. It is on the topic of motivation. All right. Now that's obviously the title of this part of the title of this podcast. And if you listen carefully, you can hear my girl Junebug. 12-year-old chocolate Labrador been all over freaking God's creation, running down trails and having adventures with me. She's having a little bit of a drink of water, lapping away over there, and then clearing her throat. <coughs> She's a hard charger. Look at you, Junie. Love you, baby. And I got Momi Girl, or Momi Sproles, we call her. She's freaking short and powerful. She'll take your legs out if uh, you're throwing a ball out in the yard. My son, try, uh, when I'm passing with him, if she's covering him, forget it. He'll just shrink away. He doesn't want to, doesn't want to contend with her shit because she'll take your legs out, bite you in the friggin' sweatshirt, bite you in the ass. It's crazy. But she's a good girl. She's a lover. She's right next to me. And I feel the sun penetrating through the window on our south-facing rear of the house here. And it feels good. Turned out all the lights. I'm just sitting here looking at the ambient light penetrate through those windows. And I'm going to get a lot of shit done today. Already cleaned the house. Wife's going to be happy with that. Get things ready for later. Looking forward to when my family returns from school, from work, and we can be together and commence the rest of the week so that we can cut loose on the Christmas holiday. So back to motivation. I, I have read a bunch of books lately that talk about uh, topics ranging from uh, motivation, uh, working out, anxiety and depression. Reading a good book right now on that called Lost Connections from Noah Hari. Hari, he's been on, he's got a couple uh, appearances on the. Uh, Joe Rogan podcast as well. Um, interesting topics, interesting subjects, discussions about human motivation or lack thereof, deficits concerning motivation. And one author who is a true badass and very credentialed and is certainly entitled to his opinion states that motivation is bullshit. And Best I can surmise, the reason he says that is because it's fleeting. Motivation is like, right now I'm feeling motivated. But something can happen to me throughout my day. They'll take me off mission and take a dump on my motivation if I'm not careful. And so then I've lost it, and then I've failed, and then I go spiraling down. So motivation is not... Uh, it's nothing without action. There's another quote, knowledge without action is the illusion of progress. So if you feel like you're excited about something, you go after it, that's awesome. But you also, you have to put these action steps into place. It doesn't, 
serve anybody well just to be merely excited about something. You have to transform that into action and discipline and consistency over time. Otherwise, the motivation is nonsense. I'm motivated this morning, or, or I'll always say, you know, this is my podcast, Making Motivation with Dr. Drill. So what's the history on that? A long time ago, as a young man, I was a fuck-up. I was young, dumb, and full of cum. I told you about the hijinks that I got up to, the trouble that I got into as a youth. I wasn't a horrible kid, but I, I got in trouble. I, I tempted fate a little bit, and I got burned. And I found my motivation and my direction as a man when the Marine Corps tapped into the whole warrior spirit within me. And the notion that I could do anything that my, I put my mind to. That there was no obstacle too large for me to destroy. And I bought completely into that to the point where I was singing cadences before I even joined the Marine Corps. I had cadences on tape and I'd drive around delivering fucking pizzas listening to Whoa, ho, ho, ho. And I could call cadence before I even showed up to boot camp. Talk about a motivator, right? I like that. I like that um, in turning my attention to this thing and, and going all in on my quest to be a warrior in the United States Marine Corps to serve my country. What's more noble than that? Mom and apple pie, go away. You do the hardest thing that anybody can ever do, arguably, or one of the hardest things in our society, be a United States Marine, get through boot camp, claim the title, all that shit, wear the uniform, and then to, to keep it, right? That was the idea, to, be, to, to, live, to um, live up to the expectations of my superiors and those Marines that had gone before me, you know, the Chesty Pullers and the Dan Dailies of the world that had set a standard for excellence, So that was something that kind of kept me disciplined. The motivation was very, very key, though. It was very, very high. I had a high and tight before I went in the Marine Corps. I was driving around listening to friggin' audio tapes, delivering pizzas, listening to cadence and calling cadence. I was leading a group of um, young Marine recruits before we even went in the Corps called poolies, um, like military brats, and while everybody else was hanging out playing video games or... Um, beating their meat, we were running in the Pine Barrens, and I was calling Cadence. We were working out, we were getting prepared, we were studying our knowledge. We knew everything before we went in because we were motivated to this goal. And then working together, we cut discipline loose, and um, the motivation and discipline are an excellent pairing. Um, so that's kind of my story. You think about what motivates people, what, what excites people, what drives them to do and behave like they behave. Maybe it's a standard, right? A standard. Let's say you want to be a doctor or a nurse or a teacher. You know that there's a certain standard that you need to live up to. You know that there's a rite of passage. Our society has built this, you know, these various steps along the way. Well, first you got to graduate high school, and then you got to have maybe a certain GPA, pass some tests, get accepted to college, be successful in negotiating the curriculum, getting good grades. You get a good enough grade, that put that on your resume, you get some resume, you get some student teaching experience, um, get some experience on your belt, the next thing you know, you get your first hire. And you can't stop there. 
Some people might get lax and sandbag it, but you have a standard. This is what I do. This is how I do what I do. This is what my peers are doing. This is what the leaders in my profession are doing. If you want to be in shape, I'm motivated to get up this morning at 4 a.m. to be there at 5, be on time, and do my absolute best for one hour. I can do that. I know that if I show up to the workout, then Dr. Drill is going to, you know, kind of set the tone, set the rhythm. Maybe we'll have some music. We'll work hard, get my blood pumping. I'll feel good. And then when I feel good and I feel muscles popping out and the scale change a little bit and my lifestyle and, and have that consistency, I get the positive neuropeptides circulating in my brain like endorphins and enkephalins, right? Well, maybe then my motivation will be sustained. So motivation is certainly not bullshit in my view. I've seen it work. I live it every fucking day. But I'm here to tell you that there are times when I'm not motivated, when I suffer and I'm depressed and I'm anxious and I'm, um, I feel ashamed during those moments. But they only make me human because every friggin' buddy that you know that you're going to encounter today and this is a paraphrase, is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Stresses of all types and varieties. Right? They might have a health problem. Maybe they have a relationship issue. Maybe they just lost their job. Maybe they have financial struggles. There are no short number of problems that we're going to encounter every friggin' day in this world. Problems to solve and fires to put out. And they're not motivating. They don't excite you. They don't make you want to get up and work harder. Now, some people they do. For me, they do. If I start to, if I have a shit day, I try to get my wins in, my licks in everywhere I can. It's like you're fighting an enemy. You're in a physical battle, a confrontation with a mortal enemy, the, the most villainous individual or person, place, or thing that you can imagine. You're fighting back against it. And though you might get your ass kicked, that individual is going to know that they were in a fight because you're going to do your absolute best to fend them off and to get your licks in. They'll have respect for you then, right? So that's what every day is like. It's like going after problems. Sometimes you win and sometimes you friggin' lose. But if you lose, it's not for lack of trying, you know. I'm looking at uh, the NFL. We watch uh, the NFL, whatever the hell it is, NFL game day, <clears throat> NFL morning, these talk show hosts are, and these uh, um, personalities that you know, talk about the different games and players and teams and coaches and all that shit. And so one of the talking points this morning was, um, are the Pittsburgh Steelers the actually the better team than the New England Patriots? And are the Philadelphia Eagles the better team than the Rams? Well, on, on paper, if you look at their win-loss record, they are not the better team. The Eagles have sucked this season, and the Rams have been dominant. They got like two losses. But they lost to the Eagles this past week. And the Patriots lost to Pittsburgh Steelers. And you're saying, how the hell does that happen? Are they actually the better team? And the answer to that is no. 
scientifically speaking, mathematically speaking, they're not. But if you watch these games, and these are all professional athletes at the top of their game, and sometimes there are injuries and sometimes there are, are bad play calls and all this shit, and people make mistakes. But you can look at, that, look at these players out there and you can see that it's, listen, you might think that you're the best player out there, but the best of the best will have a bad day, will drop a pass, will get a, an interception called on them, will fail to cover a play, player, um, a receiver accurately, and they'll get beat on a play. So what is it that made the Eagles beat the Rams on Sunday? What is it that made the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the dominant New England Patriots that always come through with these wins in the playoffs especially? Well, <clears throat> there's some luck involved, and there's also some momentum. And the momentum comes from being the underdog, and it comes from a team that is expected to, to lose and, and you man, you're playing Tom Brady. Oh, my God, so intimidating. And it drives some people to be ultra-competitive and take the fight to that enemy and get their licks in and show them and, and force their will on a situation. So that is their motivation, that they are the underdog and that people, nobody's going to expect them to do well. It also takes a degree of pressure off of them. Ah, if we lose, you know, everybody thought we were going to lose. But if we win... And the Eagles have been playing with this energy, this motivation for a couple years now. They sucked for a long time, struggled, injuries, uh, bad players, all kinds of problems like that. But they, last year they won. And nobody thought that they were starting the season that they were going to kick that much ass, but they did. And I submit to you that motiva motivation <clears throat> is, is it. It provides that it factor. One good play and the morale of that team and the fans and the coaches, it rises. And then they can ride that wave. That's an intangible thing beyond the proficiency of the players and the sheer mathematics that is going to suggest that the odds of the Eagles beating the Rams is very, very low. Sometimes that can be a catalyst for a win. For the underdog. And so we've seen that a few times lately. Um, thinking about this video or this commercial that um, I've been watching. It's also on the NFL morning deal. So it's a uh, uh, player stand there, you know, kid, high school kid, he's looking at the uh, players in practice and somebody comes up and says, hey, Sticks, you playing ball this season? And the kid's like, I'll let you know. I'll think about it. I'll let you know. Then you see a bunch of other players considering it, and then you get some NFL players that make it on the scene, and they're kind of encouraging uh, the students. And next thing you know, the, the, um, the message is, is essentially, what are you bringing? What are you bringing? So then the next scene, you've got this kid sticks. He's actually on the field, and he's bringing it. And you got another kid sprinting out there. Then you see Alvin Kamara and a few other players. And they are kind of like the motivation, the force that's a catalyst for these students, student athletes, to do their best. What are you bringing, right? <clears throat> so my question is, what are you bringing? 
What kind of motivation are you starting the day with? Motivation is not bullshit, okay? You need to look out on that field and imagine yourself going out there and succeeding. Think of all the positive things that you might have done up to that point with your training and your development and your team that you're out there with. Your team is a, motive, a force of motivation compelling you to, to belong to it, to contribute to it. You know, putting on the uniform should make you feel like you're an avatar. You're some superhero, uh, you know, super athlete out there on playing when you're playing Madden on a video game. If you're a kid or a freaking dorky adult, right? That's motivation. Previous wins, previous training, expectation of others. These are all motivational factors that are going to get you out on that field. And when you get out on the field, you got to bring it. But before you can physically bring it, you have to bring the motivation. Even if you have to force that, even if you have to say, take a deep breath and say, fuck it, I'm driving through. I'm going to do it. Because the thing is, it's a, <clears throat> it's a cascade of events. The motivation is like the first domino falling. The energy to make that first domino fall into the, into the next one. And the string of dominoes is going to, at that point, through force of momentum, carry all the way to the end. Right? So that is where motivation comes in. There's another commercial that I think is pretty cool. And I I'm typically say commercials are bullshit, particularly around the holidays. We get bombarded with all this stuff. And it's just all these subliminal messages trying to make us buy, consume products. But this one is from Apple, and it's a girl, and it's an animation where a girl's sitting in her house and she's writing something, maybe a poem, maybe a, a book, maybe a, a song lyric. And something happens, the wind comes through, takes all of her papers, that she, all of her work she's done, and carries it out the window, and it floats it into the town square and down upon all these people, and they pick it up and they look at it and it puts a smile on their face. And this formerly very shy girl she is surrounded by people who really appreciate what she has been producing, what she brings to the table, what she has, uh, has written. And it makes them happy. And they all put smiles on their faces and she realizes, wow, you know, I'm, I'm not going to keep this secret anymore. It's okay for me to, to share what I have. And obviously Apple is all about connectedness and sharing, et cetera, et cetera. And so that's motive. Here's an example of somebody who, an artist, let's say, or a writer, who's keeping to herself and hanging out in the house, scared that people are going to hate the work she does, and it turns out people will love it. But until she tells them, until she shows them what she's capable of, no one is going to know, and no one's going to care. No one's going to know any better. And so what the fuck are you bringing? How did you start your day? What can you do to improve it? If you're thinking about, you know, if you're having a bad day, what can you do in this game of life to take another path, to change this shitstorm that you're in? Right? If you're, have, if you're in a predicament, what can you do, even if it's hard, how can you drive on and win the game? against the odds, against the most formidable enemy that you can possibly imagine, 
Why don't you kick its fucking ass? Why don't you harness the motivation, whatever it is, the fact that you're going to lose, it's the, the fact that you're against the, that you're against the wall, that, you're, that you're, there's pressure upon you. Because of that, why don't you just, you're going to feel like shit anyway. Why wouldn't you take action and win the day? And just say, fuck it, we're going after this, we're going we're gonna to win this, we're going to take the objective, we're going to win this game. We're deciding to do it. And I guarantee, when you decide to do that in your life, despite an obstacle or a shitty day, other people around you are going to see that. They're going to feel it from you. It's an intangible thing. They're going to see it and feel it in your actions and in your demeanor and the way you're treating other people, and that's how they're going to act. This is kind of like an unspoken pay-it-forward program that is happening all the time. It's not even, it's all happening in terms of body language and actions that we take throughout the day. You can change somebody else's posture. You can change somebody else's motivation. If you're excited, if you're happy, if you wear a smile on your face, if you're a warm person, if you're encouraging, even despite how beautiful would it be if even despite the pain that you're in, that you could help somebody else. So that is the way out, and that's why making motivation is important. To be able to generate it on your own is key. To be able to draw from it in others, from others, and from the world around us. And then, like a palette, painter's palette, to make something beautiful out of something ugly. That is the world, that is life, that is making motivation. Don't let anybody tell you that motivation is bullshit. Because it is the spark to your flame that is a fucking bonfire, a goddamn inferno. That is your success in life. 